see what we got going on here. Mike, check one, two, one, two. And y'all already know what it is, what it was, what it's going to be like. This your big dog, DJ Big House, checking in this thing, broadcasting live from the playground, you know. With my dog, HB, uh, he ain't in the building today, but it's still. He ain't got no heartbeat, he ain't breathing. You dig that? <laughs> the real way, man. And uh, we're doing something a, a little different today, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, got got a, got an OG author in the building right here. Um somebody who who's part of the culture in in a major way and has been that for a good while um my dog Cedric is in the building. Cedric McCullough. What's good with him, my G? Hey, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Man, same old issues, new day, man. Welcome to the playground. I appreciate you stopping through it on us. Oh, yeah. man, glad to be here, my brother. Glad to be here, Real man. spill, man. Now, this is a, this is a little different, because normally we just we just on general talk and, and you know what I'm talking about, uh, people coming through, just kicking it. You have a interesting story going on right around here you know what i'm talking about so uh introduce yourself to the people real quick all right all right man i will do that how y'all doing my name is uh cedric mccullough uh, i was born in long beach california uh my mother's from uh slidell louisiana which is right down the street from here dig that and uh i grew up with a lot of disabilities and i know people say well it sounds like a cop out what do you mean disabilities well i had Keratoconus. I have a uh, eye disorder, uh, which is called keratoconus, where your cornea starts to protrude like a cone, mm-hmm. and at some given time it busts, and when it busts, you you're blind. So they prevented that by having I had two cornea transplants, and in high school they thought I was retarded <laughs> because I I learned different, but I I have a Everybody has it, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people have it, dyslexia. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, uh, it was hard for me, you know, and I was picked on and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I got through all that. But the main thing I've, I've learned is we have to protect those that we think maybe seems a little bit crazy, but 9 out of 10, they have a learning disability, mm-hmm. something that we have to look and, you know, take a good look at and, hey, maybe this child needs a little help. So, you know, they talk about it, and, you know, we have Special Olympics. We got this, we got that. But, you know, for my people uh, in general, and I'm going to say it, black folks, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up in the South like I did because my my mother passed away when I was 13 and I moved out here to Slidell. So it was, you know, different, different culture to me. Mm -hmm. But I learned to survive with it, you know, and adopted real good. Indeed, that. But yeah. Uh, now hold on. Before we get, cause we got, we got, we got to break this down into in pieces and sections and stuff like that. So we we ain't gonna beat beat y'all around the book. He's like, okay, this ain't kind of cool. What's really going on? My guy has a new book out right now called The Bodyguard. Correct. Yes, sir. Now, if y'all don't know about a bodyguard, you got to be holding somebody down. And from all that intro that he just gave you about that, would you believe that this is the former bodyguard, longtime bodyguard, not not just come in and out of Snoop Dogg? You dig that? And the story is. It's it's wild. So so let let's 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 start let's start from the beginning for so we can get into this. How was life coming up in Long Beach? Whew. Long Beach was uh long it was hard. We my mother was uh <clears throat> she had four sons 
and uh, she uh, had health problems. When she first moved to Long Beach in 1960, she worked as, uh, she was an OB technician. I don't know if you guys know what an OB technician is, but it's back in the day when you have a baby, the nurse comes, gives him, okay, and wraps that. him up, and she takes care of them okay. for the first two or three hours of their lives. Mm-hmm. So she did that, and she got real sick, and she became, uh, she was a diabetic, and she found out she was a juvenile diabetic. That means you're born with it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yes, yeah, disgusting disease. Anyway, and then she had, uh, when she was 16, she was in a car accident. And uh, she was flown out of a car and hit into, fell into a ditch. Thank God it was mud. But she had brain damage. Mm. And it would give her seizures. So she was an epilepsy. She would have diabetic seizures. I mean, diabetic, she would have, she would. She was a diabetic and she would have epilepsy, which give her seizures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she was ill. My mother was an ill woman. My father wasn't there. Um, that's another story. But uh, <laughs> hey, hey, we've all been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we grew up. My mother took care of us. Man, she had four boys, and uh, there's two living right now. Mm-hmm. The other two passed away. My oldest and my second, but oldest, the um, second, you know, first and second, he yeah. passed away. Um, Eric and Donald, you know, love them, but uh, they died young. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but the you know living in Long Beach was hard, man. We had gangs, gang bangers. We had uh, hustlers, pimps, prostitution. We lived in a bad area, man. Indeed, because yeah, you know my mother was a. We were on welfare. We went on a show called um, I forget the. I, it was a it was a public show. It was a, every everybody seen it, mm-hmm. uh, and it helped people out who had tragical things that happened in their lives. It's something that, you know, like we had a trailer burned down. So we came out to California and they put us on that program. And it was mm-hmm. embarrassing to us because we're in the hood and they said, your mom was on the, uh, uh, I forget the name of that show, but it was, a, it, we, we were on that show. Man. Yeah. All three of us. And my other brother was out in Louisiana, but it was hard for us, man, after that. Because everybody talked shit, of, you know, like, oh, you guys are on, um, Ooh, I can't. I can't think of the name of the show, but we were <laughs> well, on that show. Watch, watch when we get done with this. He's gonna pop you, slap you in the back of the head. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah and I'm gonna say that's the name of the show. But anyway, uh, and then I had a, I had a, I had a speech, uh, a little uh, speech, a speech impediment. I, you can, so you probably can hear it now. Sometimes, I, you know, and I work on it every day. But uh, and then sometimes I, uh, I come in and I do real good. Dig that. Sometimes I don't, but uh, it's a part of me. So anyway, long story short, Long Beach was it had its good and it had its bad. And most of it was bad. Yes, but indeed. It's it's for the individual to make it good. So what what, what did you do for your time? Was you kind of into the music stuff or or, or little sports or what, what your time was? I was a mandingo of everything. Hello. <laughs> yes, indeed. I, but you know, I, I for some reason I love music. Mm-hmm. Can't sing worth the crap. But I thought I could, and you know. But I fell in love with music, and the you know harmonies, and how people can put it together, and you know like Nat King Cole. Dig it! Oh, you good. Know, I, I like I like guys like that. I'm 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 56, but I'm old school. OG, I'm, the real I, way. I like the old music, man. Okay. I don't care what nobody says. Give me Bean Crosby, give me Dean Martin. That's what I like. Okay. That's my Dig mother. That. I used to watch movies with that. Growing up watching TV with my mother late at night, watching those, you know, Bean Crosby and, you know, uh, Donna Shore and old good movies and television stuff back in the 50s and 60s. That was me. Dig and that. I'm still an old soul guy. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Anyway, anyway, enough of that. Well, y'all moved there. Okay, cool deal. What's you? Uh, what got what got y'all down here on Louisiana? My mother passed away in 1981. Okay, and we moved to New Orleans. Well, Slidell, Louisiana, mm-hmm. with her father, my grandfather. Okay, and, uh, it was three of us: uh, Donald, Craig, and me. My older brother he didn't didn't want to come, so he lived in he stayed in California. Okay, and we moved down uh, down here, man, and. Uh, it was off the chain. When I went to school and we went and got lunch, there I go talking about something to eat. <laughs> but we went and got lunch, right? And uh, I seen the food. I was like, wait, that's chicken wings. Fried chicken wings. With, <laughs> that's, so that's greens. Y'all didn't have that no Nah, business? man, you got, you got fish sticks. You got hamburgers. I mean, you got with them, I mean, you know, it's, it's California. Mm-hmm. But here, oh, man. I, to be honest with you, I was going to school to eat. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's wild. So, it was crazy. So that that dynamic, uh, again, coming from that West Coast to that Southern, like, what, what was the kind of the shock when you first got there? Or was it even a shock when you got down here, kind of how people operated or how things ran? I, you know what? I think I got an old Southern soul. I blend in so good. When I, when I moved here, my grandfather was off the chain. I love mm-hmm. my grandfather, Uncle Johnny. And he was a, he was a good man. He was a, he had a, had a big family. Mm-hmm. He took care of his family, and uh, anybody that liked listening to him, and if he liked you, he took care of you. He helped you, but he only tell you one time. If you if you mess up, it's on you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's I stand old on that. Yes, sir. He's old school. Yeah. So my grandpa, you know, it was basically me and my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, my aunt and my brother, my auntie. You know, I say aunt like country. Aunt. No, I ain't tell you. My my auntie <laughs> and my brother, they they my aunt took him and you know they stayed together but I stayed with my grandfather mm-hmm. my papa yeah, yes sir uh, papa down here mm-hmm. my papa I stayed with my papa and it was just me and him I would get up in the morning and do his breakfast uh, sometimes his breakfast was just nearly just coffee and some toast sometimes I'd do him a couple of eggs and uh, some hash browns mm-hmm. he, you know one time he, told, he said you know what son I know you can't do nothing in school but hell you make a good cook <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Papa, oh, I'm telling you the truth. Hey, and that's, and that's, old school go tell, like tell you like it is. Yes, man. sir. So he was a good dude. I, I love him to this day, man. My grandfather, Johnny Smith. But uh, I learned a lot from my grandfather. Um, when he realized I didn't even know my my um, social security number, he said, let me ask you a question, young fella. I said, yeah, Papa. He said, what's your social security number? Now, I'm about 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I said, social security? I said, what the what is that? And that's when he looked at me and said, oh, Lord, you getting ready to go out into the world, son? You don't know your Social Security number? Something so small. And, yeah, and it made me think. And I realized, man, this dude's telling you, you got to get on the ball. You can't be, you, you can't do what you used to do. Mm-hmm. It's, you got to be a man now. So basically, I quit school. That's sad to say. I, I quit school. It was grade. I was in the 10th grade. Okay. Well, I got kicked out of North Shore. Yes, indeed. And I went to Salmon, and I kicked out of Salmon. Yeah, boy. And that's it. when my grandpa said, uh, "You got to do something." So, so I started working at a recycling company. And what was what was so interesting about that? It was right across the street from my from the house. <laughs> oh well, you could pop up and, and walk real quick. I walked, worked there for a year, about two years, and two years and three months. Okay. And then uh, one day I, I I went home, and this is a true story. And I went home and I, I said, I, 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 Slidell's too small. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go f- 
fly. Coming from the city to the right. small space, yes, it, it would do that to and, you. And and life, life, life presents itself so many times, like other people. And my, I heard my mother say the same thing. She had to leave slide in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to let your wings grow, and sometimes they get clipped before you go anywhere. Definitely that. But I went and uh, I, I, slide was too small for me. I mm. thought, and I went out there, man, and I. I, I I, I, first thing I did, I worked for a, a carnival. I got to Long Beach, and there was a carnival downtown Long Beach, and I was watching them, and I, and I went up. So to hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on, before, before you go there. So how long were you down? How long were you down here before you went back up, back up to Cali? I was. I I've been living in Slidell for eleven years. Oh snap! Yeah, I was here for a long time. And so you would have got real uh, countryfied. Thank you. <laughs> real countryfied. Now you got to take it back to the city. Hey. <laughs> when I when I came to Slidell, I was you know hey I, hey what's up guys what's up man what's happening mm-hmm. and then when when I left out hey how y'all doing yeah sir that draw well, is yeah, there hey man <laughs> yeah yeah hey we going we y'all going to do the do yeah I was a howdy doody but it was so wonderful man so what year did you get back out there to the west ninety two no ninety one ninety one okay dig that left in eighty one mm-hmm. so really ten years. Okay. Left in ni- left in eighty one. Back in ninety one. Back in ninety one. Okay, dig. So about almost nine years. Did you go? Did you go back and forth during that time? Yes, or? Okay, dig. Yes, so you were still up on what was going on. Stayed in touch, man. I was um, when I got back to uh, California, and um, I started. Like I said, I worked for the circus carnival, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was a moving carnival, and mm-hmm. I went up to you know northern. What you did? I was a. You know the 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 it used to be a dime you. Throw the dime on the plate, and you win a giant flamingo, or you know the plate. You, you throw a dime or a quarter on the plate, oh, you land it. I ain't seen this one. No, you never seen that. No, the carnival game. You throw a dime or a nickel. Back in the day, it was a nickel. You throw okay, if it land on the plate, you get a win a you prize. Get a prize. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, hmm. I ran that. Okay. The name of it was called Ray Camet, the Ray Camet Show. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And see, I had a, I had a personality. It was like. You know, basically somebody from the hood was saying, ain't that one of the McCullers? Old trifling ass McCullough. <laughs> what the hell that boy, he don't know nothing. Oh, Lord, that boy retarded. That's the one stayed in the third grade five years. Boy. You know, that rumor's like that. Mm-hmm. But you can you ignore him because you're in the ghetto. Yeah. You're in a, you're in a melting pot of people who are who dreams are, are really are just broken mm-hmm. by the environment. And that's the way... Our government did it to mm-hmm. us. It made us environment. They made us environmentally retarded and hate each other. We're the only group of people that hate each other so badly. When you get on the bus, and another brother look at you like, "What, what the fuck you looking at, man?" Excuse my English. What, what, mm-hmm. For what? Why am I so hostile? That's the environment we were brought up in okay. to hate each other. Not Uncle. Not Mister Mister Jerome. He's, he runs the whole business. We don't get mad at him. Mm-hmm. But he makes he makes eternal decisions for us, but we don't get mad at him. We we hate each other, and that's the way it continues. Always going to be. When they say Republicans, or they say Democrat, look at it. You're going to see one brother. You're going to see one one sister. Mm-hmm. Somebody's Democratic, somebody Republican. That's what the, we we call that separation. That's how they separate you. Yeah. If they Divide separate you, they can dominate you. Mm-hmm. If they can separate you, say that. They can dominate you. So anyway, long story short, I uh, <laughs> after that, 
I got to begin. We got to begin not here pretty soon. But Indeed. after that, I uh, worked at the carnival, and I did good. And this guy named his name was Tony Trathman, huge uh, carnival, you know, mm-hmm. big wig in this uh, Ray Cammett show. Indeed. Ray Cammett was a guy who owns a, a sporting, uh, not sporting, a vegetable uh, thing like um, Burzai. Okay, you know, okay, yeah, right, yeah, Burzai. He was so, yeah. sort of like them. Okay, cool he was, deal. Uh, it, he lived in um, Arizona. He was in Arizona for a while. Mm-hmm. I worked for him and find out who he was. And he walked up to me. My back was out. I was about 23 years old. And he walked up to me. He goes, hey. And I said, hey, how you doing, sir? How you doing? He goes, you're fascinating. I said, what do you, what, what do you mean? He said, I've seen your application. You can't read or write. I said, excuse me? He said, you, 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 you talk very intelligent. He goes, how do you do that? Hmm. I said, wow, this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he peeped my game. Because I was walking around like, this hey, This guy's a professor. This guy. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I can hold knowledge so good. You wouldn't know I, that I was, was illiterate. 26, 27, illiterate. But see, the people look at the shame. It's not a shame thing. You make it shame because you blame that on you. Mm. You can't do that. You had a learning disability. So what? Throw it away. Get rid of it. Now it's now something brand new. I understand my disability. Indeed. That's the whole thing. That's why I'm here today preaching about my book. The book that I that in, internaled me to say what I want to say. It, it it deep it drove deep in my in my wings to say don't give up on yourself. My mother died when I was 13 years old. My father didn't know too good. I knew him later on in life. Mm-hmm. And my mother told me before she died. She said, "Son, whatever you do, no matter what it is, do it right." So, I took that to heart. I lost my mother at 13. Mm-hmm. But you move on, and you get stronger. Yes, indeed. So I tell anybody, it's a fight. But don't give up on yourself. Life's too easy. Mm-hmm. We make it hard. And get through it. And we See, got through it. Got to through this, it. To this I left point. there. I moved back um, to New Orleans for a little bit to Slidell. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't, I, I didn't like it. And I came back, and I said, I want to do something so, I want to do something amazing. So guess what I did? I signed up to be an actor. Okay. Well, hell, you got to read and write. <laughs> uh, the real way. You got you to gotta know the line, Cedric. Mm-hmm. But that's my impossible to dream the impossible. I could do it because I had that much faith in me. Mm-hmm. So when you get that, hell, I can do that. My grandmother, my great-grandmother did it. I can do it. So what? I did a movie called Up Close and Personal with Robert Redford and Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, say that. You'll see me on the credits, Cedric McCullough. And what's the name of this movie again? Up Close and Personal. Up Close with, and Personal. With Robert Redford and Michelle Pfeiffer. Big Dad. Good movie. Okay. I play an inmate who killed nine people, and they gave me 190 years. And I was, uh, and I was, a, I was an incredible, crazy, retarded man. Anyway. Indeed. In the movie. But on the set, they needed somebody to hold the crowd down. And I took it upon myself to say, hey, hey, guys, hey, 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 they're shooting over here. And who who took notice of it was 
uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. And she said, wow, guys, everybody shut up. I was a big old dude, man. Mm-hmm. I was 418 pounds. Whoa. I was 418 pounds. 418. I was 418 pounds. Oh, you, you wasn't missing no meals. Yeah, I couldn't tie my shoe. <laughs> I tied it one time and just slip it on in. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I had I had breakfast was about six, maybe six uh, breakfast jacks. That's Jack in the Box, mm-hmm. and about maybe two, four, five sodas. Oh yeah, boy, yeah. you yeah, you was asking for that weight. I was ready to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after all that, man, you know, I became I, I was an actor, but I wasn't an actor. I was a what they call background actor. Mm-hmm. You're still in the mix, though. Yeah. So. so ABC called me. This guy called me and goes, hey, we got this movie, uh, this television series. They need a bodyguard for this guy. Blah, blah. And it's, what's his name? He just passed away. He just died, too. One of the actors from Friends. He just passed away about. Yeah. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, So I'm going to open the door for Matthew Perry. I'm, I'm doing this scene, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm his bodyguard. And we're standing outside the, the scene, and Matthew Perry goes, you're a big fucker. If I can say that. <laughs> yeah, you good. Yeah, says, you good. He goes, you're a big fucker. And I go, hey, well, yeah, I'm pretty big. He goes, dude, what size is it? We're waiting on him to say, and action. Mm-hmm. But we're just talking. And he goes, what size? I said, that's a 16. He goes, you wear a fucking 16? <laughs> he said, look, I got a party next week. Would you Would you work for me? I mean, honestly. I said, yeah. I'll give you my number after the show. He goes, great, man. I worked for him, bro. Check that out. At a party. In Hollywood Hills, Matthew so it, so is this because because this is folding into it now. So right, we that, started. To, wow! It did, so this is so, how we everything's kind of started. It, thank you. Okay. So I did I did, a, I did a movie called Up Close and Personal. Robert uh, Robert and Michelle. I did um, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy and Steve Martin called. Um, it was shot in Long Beach, where I grew, where I live at. Um, what's the name of that movie? Um, I did that one. I did a movie um, Up Close and Personal. I mean. Uh, um, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, the basketball team, uh, Sunset Park. Okay, say that. I was a I was a vice principal in that movie. They used me for to be the vice principal, so my 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 roles are getting better and better. And then they called me to do um, Eddie Murphy's movie. Um, you know, the, you know the fat belly that you see when it first come on, Nutty Professor. Okay. The first sequel, the first movie, the first. Yeah. There's yeah. This, this fat man's belly. Everybody thought it was. If, if everybody thought it was my, it wasn't my belly. I lost it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get that far. But I, I went for that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just for the stomach, you know. Yes, indeed. Stomach shot, which was paying twenty one thousand dollars. Wow. For hold up, hold up, hold up. We gotta take a sidebar real quick. <laughs> you got paid a dub for a belly shot, man. Oh yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't. I, somebody else got it. That's what that was. That's what oh, they were paying twenty one thousand dollars for a belly shot. Yeah, yeah. It's a seven. It's a seven hour. It's a seven day. It's seven hours. Excuse me. Seven hours. Make, seven uh, hours for me to stand around and show my belly off. Man, what do I lunch. sign up at? Eat I know they got to have something like that going for twenty twenty three. Good grief. Eat breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner. You know what I'm saying? And then they're gonna they're gonna cater you from if you. Sometimes it's a two day shot. Yeah. Sometimes they get you hotel. I mean, you know, that's how it was. Anyway, I didn't get that, but I did some. I did some movies. I did. I did a lot of stuff, and then I started doing. Uh, I did three NFL f- commercials, uh, uh, super uh, Super Bowl commercials. Dude, I did that. Blah blah, and um, I start working 
uh, for the uh, uh, what they call that thing, the Westin Hotel. Okay. I was a bodyguard, not a bodyguard. I was a security guard, mm-hmm. but in house. Yeah. I worked parking lot and in in all the floors. So, we had um, one of the first big people come. There was Oprah. Okay. So they called the team and says we got Oprah coming in. We have she's got seventeen with her. Pop, get that mic in front of your mouth, though. Get no, I say get the mic in front of your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. I'm sorry. We got. Um, I think she had eighteen bodyguards with her. You know, you only seen five, but it was mm-hmm. like eighteen yeah. all around the whole, whole detail. Yeah. Oprah pays, man. So anyway, and she goes, "We need you guys up front, elevator. That's, we need two with their with their two to mm-hmm. take her up." Oprah. And then uh, a month later, we had Judge Ito. Yes, indeed. OJ. Mm-hmm. I'm working, man. And I, I talked to I talked to Mr. D- I mean, the judge and everything. I didn't ask him no comment about the, you know, <laughs> the decision that they made. Cause the trial was over. With. Yeah, so sure he was there teaching people about becoming lawyers. Okay, Judge Ito. Anyway, so we had him. He just passed away, Mr. Um, Harry Kissinger. Mm, sure no. He died three days ago, and I talked to him. I met so many people. Um, what's her name? Joan Rivers. She okay. goes, you're a big son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is your mother's name? Said, oh <laughs> Joan Rivers. Yes, she indeed. Was nice. She was a nice lady. I met a lot of people, mm-hmm. and they all loved me, and they said, you know what? You're a nice giant. Yes, you're indeed. a big guy, but you're nice. I said, thank you. Now, if you don't leave, I will fuck you up. Come on now. <laughs> business but, is business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to have that. Give that person. He's show some dignity. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be rough. There was a guy one time in a, in, in a hotel. He was homeless, and he went to the bathroom and he would clean up. But he was very discreet and he wasn't mm-hmm. very needy. You just knew he what was going on, yeah. And I knew he was homeless. He was black. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna I'm just gonna turn my head because you know you gotta you gotta walk the whole make sure. Yeah. And he went in, and my boss saw me. He was going there, Cedric. I was everything's good though. He just go in and said, said this motherfucker. He knew. Mm-hmm. I go in there and he's behind me. He goes, he goes, he's in there. Get him out. Get him out. I've been with this hotel, Western Hotel. I've been with them for about two, three, four, five, six years. Mm. And the guy, he's a, he's a you know, Mexican guy, my boss. He goes, remove him now. I said, Man, he's shitting, man. Let him let him do his no. Do it now. And that's when something says. That ain't right. Is it worth it? It was a, it was a bomb ticking off my head. Mm-hmm. And I turned around and looked at him with like a Jack Nicholson and said, fuck you. Eat shit, bitch. And I walked out. Fuck you. You want me to stop this man from using the bathroom because the hate you have, not really for him, but for me. That's what it was all about. He didn't like me. Mm. But he wanted me to take this man from using the bathroom, just take him out. You know, this man, just let him finish, okay? Yeah, he did. No, take, stop him now. And some said, it, 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 the light came on. I said, you know what? Fuck you, man. We got to pivot out of this. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. And I left. I was terminated. I left. I, left, mm-hmm. I took my 401k and, you know, I chilled, I chilled for about four months. Okay. <laughs> And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go downtown at uh, Los Angeles and see the BT Awards. 
get on the train and go see the BT Awards. Mm-hmm. I had about 70 bucks in my pocket and go down there and watch them. Walk the red carpet. BT is black people. I get there, I go across the street. At the time, it was Burger King across the street. And I'm getting a hamburger. I'm going to go back and watch some more people before they go in the show. And my buddy Red comes across the street. I said, that's Red. I said, what's up, boy? He said, man, they want you across the street, McCullough. I said, what's, what's going on? Man, you know, they took 50 people to jail. They took all Snoop people to jail. Just me, Papa, and two other niggas, because we need to walk Papa. Me, Papa asked me to come get you so we can walk Snoop to the hotel. I said, what? He said, yeah. I said, well, damn. I said, well, all right, but I, let me let me go. So, you know what I'm saying? I, cat, I canceled my order, ran across the street. I get back there. Snoop is talking to the guy from the ESPN. Uh, he could go all the way. I forget Okay, his name. yeah, I know you're talking they about that. They're having a conversation, yeah. and he says, okay, bye-bye. He walks away. He has a bad limp, too. He walks bad. Walks mm-hmm. like I do. So he walked away. I said, wow. Dog said, what's up, McCullough? Nigga, I need you, homie. So he's like, what? Papa, come on, McCullough. So I took my jacket off. I gave it to Dog. We walked to the Roosevelt Hotel, which is right around the corner from the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. Get there. Now what year is it? What year is this? Two thousand two. Okay, say that. Say that. I'm sorry. Two thousand two. This event happened. Okay. So we're in the hallway. It's the end of almost the end of two thousand two. Um, we're in the hallway, and dog opens the door, and he looks and he says, "Papa, we need McCullough on the team, homie. You hired him. Shut the door. He shut the door. I said, "Oh shit, this man just hired me." <laughs> the, little, the little homie just hired me. All the ghetto came out, homie. I was like, oh, yeah, nigga, oh, shit. Uh, and, and I realized, I said, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on, man. I'm in this hallway talking loud. And, and Papa said, McCullough, you all right? I said, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, I just got hired by Snoop Dogg. Hey, I just got hired by Snoop What you talking about? <laughs> and the rest is history. Yes, indeed. And I've been, I've been all over the United States. I've been all over the world, man, twice. Yes, indeed. So, times. so what is what is it, what is it like playing body? I ain't gonna say playing, being the bodyguard for Snoop Dogg, man. Let me okay. Snoop is like this. Snoop is laid back, chill. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing stupid to make yourself look stupid around him. Mm-hmm. He gonna give you that. He gonna tell you, McCullough, don't do that. And you're going to say, what the fuck, what did I do for him? And then he'll, he'll tell you later on. You correct yourself. I did it once, mm-hmm. one time. And it was it, this chick was, we were in Belfast. You know Belfast? Mm-hmm. We're in Belfast. And this chick is a very important chick out there, whatever. And I said something stupid. And the dog looked at me like this. And the camera's on him. But then the, the cat's move. he said, yeah. I got you, McCullough. But yeah, we're gonna do that next weekend. Blah, blah, blah. He went right in back to what he was saying. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, you had to address it real quick." He said, I got you, McCullough. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. So we got out of the <clears throat> getting ready to get in, get him into the the car. He said, "Yeah, McCullough." He said, "When you spoke it, homie, and you you know say things, say things the right way, because everything is broadcast. What you say can affect me, homie." Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, I'm sorry about that, dog. I didn't know." He said, "Well, no one is no one is everything, so you didn't know everything, so you know now." Mm-hmm. Much love. 
He that's the type of dude he is, bro. He, Snoop is a good dude. Dude, he don't. People think he a front. Oh, he gangster. You think he did? He just cool, bro. He was a cool and still is a cool brother. That's Uncle Snoop. Yeah. That's Uncle Snoop. <laughs> and he, you know, he, you know, when sometimes we'll say, "Nah, you can't get in there right now." And dog will see that. Nah, let him go. Come on, bro. Come on up here, man. What's up? Get on his knees. If it's a little kid, mm-hmm. what's up, man? What dog can do for you today? I just wanted to say I love you, Uncle Snoop. This is a dude in this is in um New Jersey. The dude said, I just wanted to say I love you, Uncle Snoop. About two or three years old. And he hugged Snoop. Snoop did like he bit he had his head down like this, right? <laughs> when he came up, all this shit was red. Because <laughs> he get touched by shit like Real that. Real feel, man. That's gen- that's a, genuine love, especially genuine. coming from them little bitties. Man, Come he love the kids, man. People don't know. Snoop love the kids, man. Hey, man, Snoop football uh, league, man. Come on, now he been doing this. He been for real, for real. Let me tell you something. I worked with him for three years on that team, bro. Dude. And um, Snoop loved them kids. My, 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 the dude, Papa fired me. That's the head of security. Mm-hmm. Papa said, no, McCullough. You going to be security or you going to be a football f- uh, coach? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I better be up for security. More money. <laughs> yes, but indeed. You, you know, we, I know I'm getting ready to end this because I know I want I wanted mm-hmm. my boy to say something real quick. Um, but I wanted to say this, man. Um, for all the love um, that I've gotten, who you know, people who they you know they they come they come to me and say, hey, I want I'm going to donate to some some handicap things. I want to be a part of that. You know, uh, turning that spirit up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Making that person who, you know, somebody said that, oh, you can't do that, son. You got a handicap. No, that's a lie. Don't let nobody tell lies to you. Come on. The only man can tell a lie to you is you. You real spill. You know, a woman, excuse me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't let nobody discourage you. Dude. Look at me. I'm 56 years old. I'm doing decent. I'm doing good. I saved my ducks. And we here. And I'm I'm showing people what you can do. Don't let nobody say oh you don't let if they can give up on you, yeah. They gave up on them the, the, they called him Jesus, didn't they? Come on now. Yes, sir. And he was the son of God. So don't let anybody they can take they can tell you anything, but don't let them take you out of the game. Real spill. Now let's talk about this game. Let's talk about this bodyguard uh book here and everything. What what got you in the space to kind of put this together and give it to the world? I was sitting on the back of the bus. Uh, we were going to Connecticut. I was, and some said, this is 2004, I believe. Mm-hmm. And some told me, hey, man, this is a life experience. Write about it. I said, fuck, I can barely read. What the fuck? Am I? And something just, it just pondered me for a long time. And I said, you know what? When I get home, I got a break. Mm-hmm. Like a six-day break. It was 45 days on tour. Indeed. We had six days. Had a break for six days. So I go home, and some says, put it together, bro. I said, I can't read. I can't. I enrolled myself in the school, Long Beach City College. Hmm. Uh, went back to work. We got done. Got paid. I was in school for a minute. I was in school, bro. I was in Long Beach City College. Going to the library, learning uh, alphabet, learning to—I mean, I knew the alphabet, but learning how to um, pronounce words, learning how to um, uh, understanding uh, your vowels, a e i o u, mm-hmm. knowing the phonics, the basics. Getting the basics, yeah. So y- y- sometimes you have to start from scratch, but you always become a winner. 
Hello. You are the winner. I believe and I understand a man shoots out over 500 million sperms. I believe about 500 million. Somewhere in there. And I became who in the hell I was out of all the other competitors. Mm -hmm. So you're something from nothing. So continue to add on. Don't drop back. Go for it. If you became something out of five hundred million, and you 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 squared that egg up, you ain't got no, you ain't no twin. Yeah, it's come just, on now, it's straight just up. You by yourself, straight up and die. So if you did that, what else can you do? Don't give up on yourself. That was my mother's dying words, man. Never give up one on yourself. You're the only mama may have, papa may have. Every, God bless the child who's got, got his, his own. own. Hello. So take take that with a. What a what a great message! Anybody that's listening that have any kind of handicap, and then somebody told you that you can't do it, you look him in the eye. And I hate to say it, but the great man, he's doing time right now. You know what I'm saying? He said it in his song. I don't want to say his name, but he said it in his song. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can do it. Art Kelly said it. In yes, indeed. But you know, <laughs> he's in jail. But you know, you know I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. We can do anything we want to do. Don't give up on on yourself. Really, everybody can give up on you. So is 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 this kind of the 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 vibe of the book in itself too? Kind of a, kind of a story of that. Or? It is. It's a story okay. of. I went on a date. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna get out of here because I know this man's got to get home. Mm. I know. You, I know. I know. You gonna come up in a minute? <laughs> and I'm gonna say this. And I was I was dating a young lady. Her name was uh, Yada Yada. And she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. She was a pretty. I like pretty women. My weakness. Dick. And uh, I met her at a club, and she asked me out. She said, "Won't you take me out?" I said, "Okay, I'll take you out." I wasn't working for Snoop. I was at the time. I was working different. I was in. I was working for clubs, different mm-hmm. nightclubs in California. And um, we went out, and uh, she. Uh, she had her name was. Uh, I want to say her name. I can't. Yada yada. <laughs> she, she's she's deceased. She passed away. Mm-hmm. And yada yada. And um, I picked her up, and we had a good time. And then we went to this restaurant and ate. And I normally, what I normally do when if I take anybody out, a female, I'll go to the restaurant before and look at the menu and pick out what I want to do mm-hmm. because of my reading ability. But I was smart. Smarter than the average man. Come on, because now. I would always go ahead of time and look at it. And sink it in my mind because I had a photo, my a photograph. My, my I, yeah, on FBI that. would love me. Mm. I can look at a face and remember forever. It's I don't know what it is. Say that. But anyway, <laughs> I went and uh, I didn't do it that day. And the, the menu came. And if you ever get, or if you know anybody or somebody that tells you that they didn't get nervous and they didn't almost shit on themselves, they lie. Because that day was the worst day of my life. Yes, it did. Someone that I cared about, I, I think I actually had feelings for her, that I would marry her and maybe even have children. When she looked at me and she said, Cedric, can you read? Like I, it was like, what the fuck? I, in my mind, what is she, What is she? an angel? How she just peeped peep this that fast, yeah. And, I, and, 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 and see, and what we have, men, we have this thing called ego. And we can't let that some bitch drop. We drop our ego. It's, we're done. Mm-hmm. And I said, what, what, "What did you say? Excuse me. Oh, baby, what? You, what? You, she said, "So what are you eating?" I said, "This is my fella. Call my bluff again. I'm caught. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. I'm caught. It's over. The game is over. So I looked at her and I threw the sun bitch down. I said, well, you can't get mad at her. Mm-hmm. This is your mistake. Yes, sir. You got to stand on it. This is, you didn't, she didn't do this. She's figuring it out now. And I man up. I said, you know what? Yada, yada, yada. I said, uh, I'm, uh, I'm 29 and I'm illiterate. And she, she start crying. And I just backed up from the table. And to me, I felt my life was done, man. Like, as a man mm-hmm. and as a black man. I already got so much struggles against me. And then this. My mother's gone. My father, he's... <laughs> my two brothers are dead. Well, one is dead, excuse me. It's a pile on at the moment. My brother, he's... Craig, he's doing this shit. He's and, the only one living with me right now, my brother. And all of this is is in this space right, right there right while, now, you this, sit, while you sit while sitting there. Yeah, exactly, while I'm eating. eating, right. All this is happening to me, and I'm going, Lord, have mercy. How could this shit? But it's life. Mm-hmm. And you either accept it or you or you don't deal with it. And I'm not the one. I, I got to deal with it because I, I got to get it out of my life. I got to move on. Mm-hmm. So I got to cancel it by learning how to read. So she, you know what she did? See someone, and see some black women, would have turned away and said, oh, thank you, okay. Eight, and never called me again. Mm-hmm. She grabbed my hand. She said, we can do this together. Jesus Christ. Yeah, buddy. She was on my ass. That's a, that's a real I one right she, there. I thought she was going to pull away. But um, she was sickly. And she had, she had a heart problem. Mm-hmm. She passed away. Dive out doing something good. Yeah, but it, it, um, it, it you know, I... I I have so many people that are around me, and I'm not the only one, but I lost a lot of close people around me. My mother died, I was 13, in my arms. My mother took her last breath in my in my hands, man. Yeah. And my grandfather, he died. Uh, my great, my favorite uncle, Uncle Johnny L, died on my birthday, September 10th, 1989. Mm. He died on my birthday. And then my Uncle Raymond, good uncle, love my uncle. He died. And then the last one was Uncle Levi, Levi Smith. And he passed away. Um, so I have I have one uncle left and uh, six, uh, five, five aunties left. Mm-hmm. My mother had, she was the oldest of 11. Oh, big, big, big old family. school family, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you get tough. Dig. And the skin that you wear get tougher. Real and uh, what don't kill you make you stronger. Man, look. So that's that's part of who I am. My book is um, it's about enabling yourself to do right, enabling, mm-hmm. doing, making sure that you can uh, uh, be successful, whatever it is. But long as it's good for you, say that you don't have to please the world. Please you. You didn't come in this world for nobody else but you. Really? On the way, you're gonna have friends and loved ones, people you care about. But when it when it all said and done, it's you in that casket at the end. Dig that. So in between, have fun, live your life. Real spill, man. Where can they get this book? At? Right now, you, you can somebody. you can go on Amazon. Oh wow! <laughs> we gotta take a take a take a brief one real fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh. Let me, oh gee. Damn. Let me damn this. Uh, hold on. 
Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to call you right back. I'm going to call you right back. So yeah, so we can get this at Amazon and everything. Where where all we can get this at now? Um, I my I tell you about my um I, my glasses. Where's the uh? You're at sixty two eighty. Wow. Wow. <laughs> when Siri get the chopper, yeah, goddamn, she, yeah, she, she chopping. Yeah, she say everything you say. Dig that. Okay, hold on one minute. One second. I'm not sure I understand. Yeah, you retarded ass. Okay, it's off. Dig. Okay, read, read that. Let me let me introduce. Hold on. Can I introduce him right quick? Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring, you got to slide in. Slide, slide in the frame. Slide on in the frame, <laughs> brother. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him your name, man. Tell him who uh, you are. I'm James. They call me King Second. Hold on, hold, hold on. We we doing some gangster shit today, y'all. Y'all feel me? Hold on one second. <laughs> look, we gonna set we gonna set him up. Look, we behind the scene. Ooh, you finna get set. We in the scene. Oh man, you finna get set up, bro. Instead, instead of going, <laughs> you finna get set up, man. Watch out, watch out, who we do this though. You know what I'm talking about? The quick way. Okay, okay. Shit, we better, man. Your boy gonna be here in a minute, hell. Yeah. <laughs> then what? Then what happened when, when when Jesus just rocking out and just rocking out? Right, 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 right. Adding right. stuff and throwing stuff in. Right. Yeah. Because I also want to get to when I met OJ. That's gonna be my last conversation. Oh snap! I forgot about that, bro. Oh, man. Man. When I met OJ. But no. Man, you know me. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, go no, ahead. No, move. No, go ahead. Move it towards you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You can do it now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna do it. We're gonna introduce yourself right now. Say it loud. Hold on. Let me, let me get. Let me get the thing. Look. Look. Say we. Cause you, you know what? You sound like you got that. I ain't gonna lie, but I know you from Cali, but you got a New York accent. Am I lying? I don't know. It's just been. It's Am I lying? Stuck. Do we sound like New York to me? No. No. Let me. Okay. This is depends. And he then from, I ain't. I ain't mad or nothing. He from Oakland. I'm okay. From big Oakland. that. Huh? Like when I'm you in this, in, in this shot. Okay. Hey, man. Yeah. All right. We in here. Okay. Hey. Okay. Okay. All right. Spill them your beans, man. Let them yeah. know who you is, I man. I can't take it. Can't take a production of my pants. My uh you know my partner got this little industry entertainment. Okay. Been doing some things here and there. Been kinda of behind the scenes with a lot of stuff in between California and Louisiana. Okay. Say that Oakland and Baton Rouge. Southern University. Okay. Been, been around for a nice little minute. In the behind the scenes type stuff. Dig it. And then uh his family of course. Louisiana, <laughs> then out. Well, a lot of people don't be really understanding uh, that big wave that went Midwest and everything went out to California too. So mm-hmm. not only was it our people already out there, it's when when it linked up from the south, the south went, everybody got family like that go back one generation to somewhere in the south. Whether it be Real somewhere, talk. Mississippi, Texas, Louisiana, yeah, you, you snooping it, snoop from right here. So you feel me? So yeah, so yeah, he's out. His mama right down the street. Mm-hmm. Family just yeah. go back and forth. Dude, well, what you got working on, man? Um, I just came up. Uh, really, little music here and there. We're doing some videos. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff, uh, industry and entertainment. I got stuff up on uh, YouTube. My cousin, uh, Tedro Dollar, 
he just passed not too long ago, unfortunately, but was trying to push him during the wave. A lot of good uh good talent, good good music, up and down, you know, all real perspectives of the street. Dig that. I, I would love for y'all to play it right before we leave. Okay, yeah, yeah, we check we check we'll check it out. Show no. Okay, so show no. And then uh of course the you can find my cousin book, Cedric McCullough the author. You can order it at CedricJMcCullough.com. Okay. I don't know, do y'all spell it out or? Hey, I'm gonna put, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna put, I'm put all the links and everything down up in the description and everything. Man, so that's, that's the main spot. That's how you go, go direct mm-hmm. to the source and you can get your information and and trade contacts and and get all everything situated for tours and whatnot. Dig that. Seeing what's really going on. Okay, cool deal. Well, yeah, I'm um, I'm definitely put the Instagram and everything up in the uh, description of that, so they can go check out yeah, the book. And, and I don't have my going. glasses with me at the time. It's all good, and uh, I'm glad he's here to read that out for y'all and got everything good. But like I say, man, uh, <clears throat> it's been uh, it's been real. I uh, after I left, uh, if I'm getting back to my story, mm-hmm. after I left, um, who I was working with? Wait a minute, I was with. Um, Oh, I was, I was at the circuit. I mean, at the um, at the hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I left the hotel, I did the thing with Snoop. Yeah. Snoop. Uh, we uh, walked him to the Roosevelt Hotel. Boom, he hired me. Yada yada yada, and I start Papa, who's head of security. That's Snoop's cousin. Mm-hmm. Papa said, McCullough, you need to go hang out. You know, with Dog them. So I used to go to the house. You know. The OJ's. That's what you. That's what you were getting on. The OJ, the the OJ situation. You talking about when you met OJ? Oh yeah, to my OJ Simpson. Yeah, I said I met OJ Simpson. I did. Yeah, I, I mean I met him, but when, when oh snap! I thought you had a story about him uh, I, for a second. You when we were getting the mics and everything yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You talking? Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was some years ago. That was I, him and my uncle played football together. See, my uncle was Earl McCullough, who okay. played for the Detroit Lions. Okay. He, they was on the same track team at SC in the early '60s. He had Earl McCullough. He had OJ Simpson. Um, I forget the other white guy name, um, but that was in '60, I think '68. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Earl went to Detroit, and OJ went to the Buffalo. Did that. And they were they were they were on a track team together. And uh, Earl ran the uh, 120 relays. Hey, check that and out. That's my uncle Earl McCullough. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that story with OJ that was. That was a situation we went, uh, we seen the brother, um, and it was uh, it was a bit kind of <laughs> wide open to it was say kinda wide open. But uh, <laughs> yeah, long story short, hey, you know what I'm saying? You do the crime, you're gonna do the time. Real spill, man. But anyway, uh, after after <laughs> after I did, um, and I, I don't say that with malice. I just no. say that it is what it, it is. is. What it is. Mm-hmm. So after that. Uh, uh, I did a whole bunch of, I was real close with Snoop. Everywhere he went, you know what I'm saying? We would go to Jamie Foxx. When Jamie Foxx first came out with his album, we went there and, you know, Snoop did, you know, on his album. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, we was going to Jamie Foxx's house four and five times to get the album done. He had Jamie, Jamie, Jamie had Snoop on there. He had, um, Nas, not Nas, um, what's Twister. my boy's name? Uh, I think Twister was on there, mm-hmm. but the other one. Kanye. Okay. Um, no, from, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. JD, uh, nah, he big now, bro. 
He's real big. Uh, well, he was huge at one time. Mm-hmm. He does movies now. Luda. Luda. Okay. okay. Luda. Luda was on there. It, it was huge. I don't, you remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they was on there. And anyway, um, we were talking and everything, man, about the, I think somebody, me and somebody got into a conversation about um, how many people uh, in the industry are on dope smoking cocaine mm-hmm. and snorting cocaine. And uh, I know y'all probably saying, well, then where did this conversation came from? <laughs> they was probably looking for it. Yeah. And she, yeah, and, I, you know, it, there was a supplier, and I knew the dude. And the supplier was a, an actor. Mm. A huge actor. Check that one out. But, you know, the industry is, once you get in the industry and you see it for what it really is, it's Babylonian. It's, 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 it's shit. You're a spill. Man, it's bad. Sodom and Gomorrah. It's so bad where the taste in your mouth is nasty. Mm-hmm. And people you see, like, like they got somebody saying, and I'm not going to, I don't want to say it, because I I'm, I'm, could get in trouble if I say it. Huh? Depends, look, depends on what it is. Yeah. Got there, we, it's up. It's up with us, though, hell. <laughs> they, you, know, they, you know, this this person, it was two females, you know, one's a rock star and the other one's a movie star. And they were, I mean, not rock star, rap star. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, they had engaged sex at, 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 at a time. I just found this out. And, you know, I don't want to say the name because I, I got a book I'm putting out. Indeed. And I don't want nobody to, you know, just scrutinize because it's a big name. Okay. But I said, you, you know, you hear all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, it was on the internet. It's, yeah, so everybody know about it. But I don't want it to come out of my mouth. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, when you, you know, be like, damn, that, like, Hollywood? Never know who. One dude what. told me something, bro, and I met him some years ago. If I tell you how I met him, you wouldn't believe it. Byron Allen. Okay, say that. I was a young man in Long Beach, California, in 1978. 1978. You know how old I was in 1978? I was 11. Yeah, the year before I was born. Right. I was born 1967. Mm-hmm. I go and get on the bus and go to Universal Studio. Yeah. I'm amazed. I'm 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 a little kid. But I was I was a dirty little bastard. I, I my my mom used to say, "Boy, don't be, you know how far that is from Long Beach, California. You're going way on uh, on the other side of uh, finance, uh, San Fernando Valley, northern North Hollywood." Man, public transportation. Mm. That's how I got there, bro. California, wasn't no train man. then. So I used to caught I caught four buses and got there, and I went there and I got to the back lot. At the time, they were doing a sequel. It was called Bata, Star Batical, Star Galactic, Star Batical Galactic. What you call it? Uh, Star Battle Galactic. Uh, yeah, Galactic. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they was on. That was on the set. Yeah. And I got to look in there and see how the set was made and everything. And then I seen Byron Allen stepped out of nowhere. He was, "Hey, kid, come here." And I run over there. Yeah. Hey, man, you Byron Allen? I'm little, I'm eleven. He goes, "What are you, What are you doing, man?" I said, "I'm just back here. I'm a little kid. I can remember everything." He goes, bruh, if they catch you, they're going to put you in juvenile. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, you're black, brother. He gave me $40. He said, run through that gate. Go home, man. Byron Allen. Yes, indeed. Huh. Byron Allen. So are these You know some, how much money Byron Allen's worth? Oh, uh, yeah, he's up through there. He's, trying, he's buying networks on top yeah, of networks. On top of, look, on top of <laughs> networks. He got it, got it. I seen him with Snoop. And you remember me? Yes, indeed. That's one of the, that's one of them times. That oh, sorry, man. He said, 
you that fat kid. Take that. Byron Allen saw me, bro, at a theater up in L.A. He said, you're the fat kid that got caught you in the back of. Mm-hmm. And he said, you remember me, man. Do you know that how joy that was? Real spill. Because this guy made it. Yeah. And he recognized me, man. I was a fat. with Snoop, man. Mm-hmm. He did like that. Byron Allen. Guy's worth billions. Yes, sir. Because he didn't give up on himself. And he learned how to survive in that other man's world. How to make money. And he's flourishing like hell right now. Yes, My sir. God. Man, do, you, know, you know the richest man in Hollywood at one time was Merv Griffin. I don't know if you ever heard of Merv Griffin. Mm-mm. You never heard of Merv not Griffin? Off, not offhand. Yeah. Cavity Griffin, dad. Yeah, Merv Griffin. Okay, okay, okay. He had okay, one dude. son. He only had one son. Yeah. He had... He owns he owns Jeopardy. He owns Will of Fortune. He owns <laughs> all the game shows. He own it. You never heard of Mur- Mur- Murphy? I mean, um, not uh, not like I say. He's from, huge, man. He's, yeah, seen he's dead now, but yeah, time. He, he, mm-hmm. he, he's a right now. He's probably dead, but he's a trillionaire. Dig that, Merv Griffin, bro. Griffin was he was a homosexual. He had one son, but this dude got money. Hollywood is his. It is. Irv Griffin. Yes, indeed. Anyway, long story short, uh, after I left, um, I found out, you know, uh, this dude that's a good actor that, that, you know, it was giving coke to people. If they needed it, he can get you set up and get the cocaine. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and was like, damn, you wouldn't think that dude, that actor, that guy. So Hollywood is strange. You 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 meet you meet some weird people and you meet some people. No, he's not doing that. Oh, she can't be doing that. Oh yeah, it's it's smoking mirrors. It, Hollywood's been there, smoking mirrors, and, and a lot of people don't. And what they say that at, at uh, that curtain, right? Yeah. So yeah. in between, but so in between all that, I got some I got so much stuff, man. It's in my book, but in between all that, I was working for the jazz festival in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. A guy named uh, named uh, Al Williams. Al used to be the drummer for Miles Davis back in the. Back in the day, okay, he was uh, Mal. He would uh, he, he would practice with Miles. Yeah, dig that yeah, man. Al Williams. He, and he had a jazz had a jazz club in Long Beach called Jazz Safari, by the Queen Mary. You ever heard of Long Beach Queen Mary, the huge ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in my hometown, Long okay, Beach, California, Queen Mary. And he had a club out there, and uh, he used to play. And I ended up working for Al. I was his bodyguard. That's when I first started becoming a bodyguard. And that was that was really actually 1990, I say 94, 94, 95. This is before I started working for Snoop. I was Al Williams' bodyguard. We had people like, I would go pick up, not pick up, but walk him to the stage. Um, he passed away. He was, he was homosexual, but he, he died. He was a cocaine addict. Um, Bill, uh, Bill, Bill Withers, mm-hmm. uh, not Bill Withers. Bill Withers saying, um, I knew, I knew, I knew, yeah. I knew. That's Bill Withers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about um, the gap in his teeth, man, on cocaine from Houston, Texas. Brother can sing his ass off. Uh, Billy, Billy Preston. Okay. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You got to have sound. something yeah. if mm-hmm. you want to be with me. Billy Preston. Okay, did You know did. Billy Preston? I, I, know, I, know the, I know the music. I know, I know the music. I know the music. Yeah. I know the music. I knew Billy Preston. He's homosexual. He played at Al Williams Jazz Fest. At the jazz festival, mm-hmm. at, no, at the carnival, and I took him to his hotel. I took him to the trailer, 
And I, I got him in there, and he was changing clothes. He said, come on in there, man. You can see me, man. I ain't. I said, nah, bro, I don't roll like that, homie. Real spill. I said, you's a, a grown man. What you? What I need to be in there? But I knew he was homosexual. Mm-hmm. So he said, man, what can I get some good eat? I took him to the Golden Frog. That's downtown Long Beach. I used to work there. It's a restaurant and bar. You don't see that too much around here. Yeah. It's a restaurant and bar. So you can go eat and go party at the same place. Mm-hmm. I used to work there. And yada, yada, yada. But uh, I took him down there. He got him something to eat. And that dude played for his food. That's how bad it was for him. Yes, indeed. He played music. Right. Nothing from that a piano. Nothing from. And I take. He ordered some greens. He had um, oxtails, uh, corn, and spinach, and green salad. That's how good my memory is. Yes, that indeed. Was, that was like ninety, maybe ninety six, ninety seven. So we got stories like all of this in this book. Yeah. Man, look. Yeah. We we finna we finna dive up out of here, man, but I'm we finna insert that right here so y'all can see it. Y'all go get this book, go get this or read The Bodyguard. You know what I'm talking about? On all platforms, all all, all, all reading spots. You know what I'm talking about? Are y'all are y'all doing um any hardback, paperback, anything uh right now, just, 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 just digital for the moment? It's it's no it's it's, it's it's paperback. Okay, cool yeah. deal. Yeah, cool yeah. deal. You go to Amazon and get it. Um, uh, it's uh, nineteen ninety nine. Dig it on on Amazon. Okay, it's, 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 it's uh, you how to get it again. Links in the description. Y'all check this out, man. Appreciate y'all yeah, coming through here. Yeah. You okay. feel me? All right, all right. Yeah. Dig that, man. Yeah, you can look. You got some social media, so uh, some folk um, can reach out to you too. Nah, I'm actually getting all of that stuff back together. Okay, yeah, dude. I had that. some technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. But well, we're gonna get back in the swing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sir. Hey, man, good, I'm wonderful, man. man. I had a wonderful time. Thank you so much, brother. Man, appreciate, appreciate you, y'all coming through here. The Bodyguard, new uh, new book. Go get that. Cedric McCullough. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, CedricJMcCullough.com. You dig that, man? Y'all know what it is, man. Appreciate you, my guy. This is the music playground. This is the big homie, big house, man. Shout out to that boy HB. You know what I'm talking about. And we up out of here already. Yes.